Good evening, and welcome to Unity of Richmond's Wednesday Evening Meditation. Certain passages of this meditation are inspired by the work of Louise Hay, Edwin Gaines, A Course in Miracles, and other legendary New Thought teachings. Tonight's meditation will be on the very profound and necessary topic of forgiveness, forgiveness of ourselves and others, and of experiences that we are now ready to release. Refusal to forgive is often born out of our perceived need to punish others or ourselves by projecting guilt. Refusal to forgive has a basis in the pain of the past and in lack and limitation. It handicaps our awareness of love's presence in the present moment and distracts us from the eternal truth of the omniscience, the omnipotence, the omnipresence of spirit. The eternal truth that we and all others are one. A Course in Miracles wisely reminds us that love brings no guilt at all. When you want only love, you will see nothing else. When you forgive the world your guilt, you will be free of it and it will be no secret you are healed. Forgiveness is your peace, for herein lies the end of separation. Forgiveness in no way means that we are letting the other person get away with it, or that we ourselves are asking for special or exclusive pardon for our own perceived mistakes. It simply means that we are deciding that the person, relationship, or events thereof shall no longer have power over us. In doing so, we reaffirm for ourselves that everyone is always doing the very best they can in a given moment, based on the awareness and understanding that they have. That includes ourselves and any and all of our perceived transgressors. Forgiveness must always be a voluntary process and must not be a gesture of submission to others or people-pleasing. No portion of this meditation is suggesting that we forgive any person or experience before we are truly ready to do so. Tears or weeping are common in the forgiveness process and represent releasing of resistance. As we learned so wisely from the shack, it does a body good to let the healing waters flow. If any portion of this meditation seems premature or does not resonate, simply remain idle and re-engage upon the beginning of the next segment. Let us begin by closing our eyes and taking in a deep cleansing breath. And another. and another. Going within, deeper and deeper, releasing all outer concerns and focusing intently on our heart space. Sweet Spirit, we give thanks for this moment and we give thanks for all that has led up to it. We understand and embrace the eternal truth that there is no place where spirit is not and that we are one with spirit in this and every moment. 
We are so grateful that everything that has happened has been for our highest good, whether it appeared so at first or not. Teaching us, preparing us, grooming us for healing and ascension. We give great thanks, and we are indeed ready for deep, profound forgiveness and its gifts of freedom. Let us begin by asking ourselves, what persons or events do I need to forgive? What internal or external conflict would feel so good to be free of right now? First up, let us bring to mind those who tend to signify immediate frustration or annoyance. Perhaps a co-worker or sibling or distant friend who we perceive as regularly trying our patience with obnoxious humor, trivial or repetitive anecdotes that do not interest us. As much as these persons may challenge our patience, we also understand that like us, they too are children of God. They are our brothers and sisters in spirit. We know that there is no need to be dismissive or unkind to them or to guiltily punish ourselves later for having done so. No need to argue our superiority or deservingness over theirs. We aspire to release this conflict now. Let us gently face them in our mind's eye, bestowing them with the following affirmation. My brother, my sister, my friend, I realize that I have been impatient with you, unkind and unforgiving. We are both children of the same loving Father, and to perceive you as anything less than that is simply not honoring our mutual truth, and is instead rightfully prolonging my own suffering. I am so sorry that my own unhappiness ever led me to verbally attack you or to deprive you of the love and compassion that God's Son deserves. I deeply apologize, and I'd like to start over with you, if doing so is in divine right order for both of us. I choose to seek and savor and relish and celebrate the divinity within you, the divinity that is you. Repeat after me in the space between my spoken words. I thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. I honor you. And I behold the Christ in you. Now, let us envision those whose love and approval we just couldn't seem to get. A parent, a mentor, an authority figure or employer, a colleague or co-worker who we perceive as deliberately withholding kindness or who unjustly projects their misery onto us. We know exactly who they are and how we felt about them. But let us remind ourselves that however devoid of happiness or compassion they appear, they themselves are also children of God, brothers and sisters in spirit. They may be navigating hardships more difficult than we realize, or yearning for love themselves 
and unable to give what they think they do not have. They may be off-put or exhausted by our visible need for their love or our inability to acknowledge that we too are spirit and are already complete, invincible, indivisible, indestructible, whether they openly approve of us or not. There is no suggestion that it's okay to be rude or nasty or hateful or to make anyone beg for our love. We're just releasing our need for them to behave on our terms and consequently releasing them and ourselves to the care and keeping of God. In our mind's eye, look at them lovingly and compassionately in theirs. My brother, my sister, my friend, I am so grateful for you. While I may have desperately needed for you to like me, to love me, to be kind to me, or to accept me, I realize now that my self-esteem and self-worth are my own responsibility. I had no business ever making you or anyone else responsible for them, and I release the need to do so now and forever. Thank you for the lessons, for the opportunity to empower myself and to demonstrate my capacity for unconditional self-love. If you yourself are suffering, I am truly sorry, and I affirm healing and relief for you. I choose to view you through the eyes of compassion, mercy, tenderness, and unconditional love, as our loving Father does for us all. I wish you well. Repeat after me. I thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. I honor you. And I behold the Christ in you. Next, let us bring to mind those whose choices and behavior we know that we have judged, the ones that we have labeled as guilty, those who we have looked down on for their standards of living, for their chosen paths of employment, for their apparent poverty or wealth, for their education or lack thereof, for their choices regarding sexual intimacy, for their choices to indulge in habits or substances that we may not share. Perhaps we judge them for a legal transgression that has stained their credibility, and we may cherish such information in order to disgrace them at a later date. While their choices may not be the ones that we would make for ourselves, we also understand that they too are brothers and sisters in spirit, and that our loving Father is not judging them or vilifying them or intent to punish them. And as such, we have no right to do so either. We know, as we honor our own divinity, we no longer need to suffer the illusion of injustice. 
we know that within spirit in charge, nothing that is ours by divine right can be truly taken from us, and that there's simply no reason to litigate our own worthiness by making them unworthy. Let us summon them in our mind's eye, look into their eyes, and affirm the following. My brother, my sister, my friend, I am honored to recognize you as a child of God, just like me, worthy and deserving of the divine bounty that has always been yours. I am truly sorry for having ever judged you or your choices, or for having ever argued for love or supply or opportunity to be withheld from you. You are not what you did or what others think of you. You needed my compassion, my understanding, not my judgment. Your choices that I have judged so harshly or unfairly, or which I have used to argue my superiority, are simply none of my business. I choose not to make them my business any longer, and I am truly sorry for having ever done so. I thank you for showing me what I needed to heal within me, and I choose to see you in unconditional love, now and forever. I affirm for you prosperity, abundance, healing, loving relationships, community support, and complete and total freedom. You are beautiful and unlimited, free to live your truth. Repeat after me, I thank you, I appreciate you, I love you, I honor you, and I behold the Christ in you. Now, going even deeper, let us ponder those who we identify as having bullied us, targeted us, singled us out for ridicule, humiliation, or harassment. Those who seemed to have a personal mission to make our lives miserable, whether a classmate or fellow student in the distant past, a family member, a coworker or colleague in the present, or even an authority figure who we feel has abused their platform at our expense. These are the ones that we truly believed can hurt us and with whom we dread any rendezvous. In no way whatsoever is it okay or fine for these people to hurt us. However challenging, we begin to understand that these people whose behavior has been so harmful to us would never have behaved in such a way if they themselves were not suffering. As Louise Hay reminds us, even the people who mistreat us are also in pain. 
A Course in Miracles tells us that all expression is either love or a call for love. We know, however painful their treatment of us was, that these people are so very unhappy, so very insecure, and so very disempowered and presently incapable of acknowledging love's presence, or they wouldn't have projected their pain onto us. Let us look into their eyes and lovingly affirm for them. My brother, my sister, my friend, I am so grateful for you, and I am so sorry for your suffering. I know that you are in pain. I know that you are hurting. But with every fiber of my being, I promise you, I assure you, that this doesn't have to be. Perhaps you don't realize it, or your circumstances don't reflect it, but you are a child of God, just like me. We were both born in pure love. You were born innocent and beautiful, and you still are. You are not guilty of anything, and you need not run from the notion that you are. You are not guilty, and you're not here to suffer. You don't have to fear me, as I'm not here to punish you. I offer my invitation to help you. To help you. Whatever way is safest for us both, whatever way is in divine right order, I affirm for you complete and total freedom from the pain of the past. Freedom from guilt. Freedom from suffering. Freedom from the illusion of a destiny of misery. I declare for you all of the support, all of the love, all of the nurturing, all of the compassion, all of the tenderness, all of the gentleness, all of the exoneration from past mistakes that our loving Father has had in store for you all along. It is yours. Repeat after me. I thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. I honor you. And I behold the Christ in you. Alas, let us bring to mind those especially complicated relationships, the ones that signify our greatest perceived losses, our greatest regrets, our greatest heartaches, our greatest betrayals, the ones we may still be lamenting about many years later. These are the ones whose perceived transgressions we feel destroyed us. The spouses or partners who strayed, the close friends or loved ones who disappointed us, who failed an integrity test, or whose choices broke our hearts. The relative who harbored long-standing resentment, which revealed itself during our most vulnerable moments, the long-time peer or colleague who betrayed our financial or fiduciary trust, 
or who threw us under the bus in pursuit of their own advancement. The trusted one who stole from or absconded with us and disappeared. These relationships and their legacy of heartache. Our remaining friends and loved ones have long since been begging us to let go of to no avail. The ones often referred to as drama, it has indeed been long enough. A Course in Miracles rightfully tells us, dream of your brother's kindnesses instead of dwelling in your dreams on his mistakes. Select his thoughtfulness to dream about instead of counting up the hurts he gave. Forgive him his illusions and give thanks to him for all the helpfulness he gave. And do not brush aside his many gifts because he is not perfect in your dreams. Let these perceived adversaries appear in our mind's eye and greet them at long last in love. My brother, my sister, my friend, it sure is good to see you. I have missed you terribly all these years. Now that I see you before me, I realize the truth that I have been resisting all along, that indeed I love you. I have so desired for our history to be healed, and I believe that you have too. I'd like to help free us both so that we may now claim our true identities as children of God. I am so grateful for you and all that you have taught me. Thanks to you, I have learned that if I want forgiveness for my mistakes, that I must forgive you for yours. If I want unconditional love, I must offer you unconditional love. If I want healing, I must offer you healing and want it for you. If I want abundance, I must offer you abundance and want it for you. If I want freedom from indebtedness, I must also absolve you of your debts. If I want freedom from judgment, I must abandon all need to judge you. I am truly sorry for all this time having used you as I have to argue my innocence by making you guilty. I offer you the same compassion and mercy that our loving Father offers us both, and I now rejoice in your beauty, your innocence, your capacity for love, your divinity. I invite total healing, restoration, and reconciliation for us both in whatever way is safest and most comfortable for us both and in divine right order. All is well with us and between us now and forever. Repeat after me. I thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. I honor you. And I behold the Christ in you.
As we near completion of this meditation, let us revisit the beloved passage of A Course in Miracles that reminds us, Can you imagine how beautiful those you forgive will look to you? In no fantasy have you ever seen anything so lovely. Nothing you see here, sleeping or waking, comes near to such loveliness. And nothing will you value like unto this, nor hold so dear. Nothing that you remember that made your heart sing with joy has ever brought you even a little part of the happiness this sight will bring you. And finally, the parable of the prodigal son. I will be merciful and remember their sins no more. Thank you. You may now open your eyes.